Good afternoon, Patriots. And it is Friday, July 8th in the year 2022. Good day to be Friday. It's been kind of a long week, but it's good and it's been a productive week. Before we begin, make sure you've got great products to sleep on to ensure that you get a great night's sleep. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards is our Bards landing page on MyPillow. All the featured specials are right there. And right now they've got a new special out, which is today, which is all their queen size sheets for $39.98 until they're gone. And that's with your promo code Bards. A fantastic deal. Of course, then you can throw in a pillow for $19.88. That's with your promo code Bards. You're not gonna you're not gonna miss that. And then if you want to go like have the all terrain super duper four wheel drive low mutter slippers, then you dial and all you do is just cruise on down there and click on those and you get those for forty nine ninety eight. All sorts of fantastic deals. So head on over to mypillow.com forward slash bards and take advantage of these great savings at the same time you're supporting a fantastic company that's just continues to fight and invest in America in so many amazing ways. So mypillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. And if you want to speak to a real live person, you call 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939. And that'll get you in touch with a Patriot Pillow Counselor who is on standby to get your orders filled. Well, Patriots, we've had kind of a, another interesting day of news. We had pro-abortion protesters and mob that they mobbed Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh and that's forcing him to leave DC which is interesting I'm not sure he needs to be there in between sessions anyway I'm not sure why he stayed there that's the bigger question why would you stay in that place can't stand DC if you haven't been there or lived there in DC it's it's crazy so you've got that and then We have just the regular sort of craziness in the world right now, but I wanted to play this piece for you. You've heard me joke about starseeds and this new age stuff. Starseeds. Yeah, that's right. Well, take a listen to this. This will give you all the ideas of starseeds and lightworkers, what they actually mean. Many of you have asked me, what do I call myself? An ex-lightworker? What is a lightworker? Um... I was a light worker, and it's a term used in the New Age community for people who are either star seeds, which is also uh, a Luciferian concept and comes from Luciferian ideology and mysticism. Uh, so they could be a star seed or an indigo child, um, etc. And these these people are under the impression that they are sent by the universe to do good for the universe and that they are given abilities to do good um, by the universe and that is actually Satan lying to them to get them to not find God to get them to not find Jesus and it worked on me for a long time and it's because I was born into Jewish mysticism and Kabbalah and Jewish mysticism has its own system of occultic numerology, which is called gematria. And then I I left that, but I found it again, unfortunately, when I uh, fell further into the New Age in my adult life. So um, I just want to clarify that numerology or angel numbers or tarot or angel cards are Luciferian, and the 
information that comes from the universe, the downloads that come from the Pleiadians or the Archons or uh, basically Ashtar Command um, or, you know, or the Ascended Masters, any of them. Those are all demons. And I'm just going to have to pray that you believe me. Because I don't want you to have to go through that. I really, really, really don't. I really don't. Okay? So, um, yeah, I just wanted to clarify that while this is, seems like it's a positive thing to put on my page, it's not. And, um, if you don't understand, I pray that you would read more about why people leave the New Age and come to Jesus, because I believe that God will reveal to you why. Jesus loves you. He loves you so much, and I just want you to understand that and to know him and to know the peace that he can offer you, peace that the New Age can't offer you. Well, there we go. So there's no more discussion on this channel about what star seeds and light workers and Palladians and all that other crap that people keep putting out there. It's ridiculous. It's very simple. Here it is. Accept Jesus and away you go. It's that simple. So that's it right there. All right, Patriots. It's 11 minutes after the hour. It is time for us to pray. All right, Patriots. So here we go. Heavenly Father, thank you for this time we have come together to focus ourselves today purely on just that relationship with Jesus. And it is truly just so simple to accept Christ in our lives, to embrace all that he has to offer, and to embrace the love and sacrifice that has been given for us to have salvation. Father, we pray that the many that are wandering out here seeking this personalized, unique spirituality, that they're just, their eyes are just open for the stupidity in which they're following. It's a blind path. It's a path put before them by Lucifer himself. So we pray for the shaking of the tree. We pray for the shaking of the world so that all can be revealed and people can truly see deep into their hearts to see what they've really been part of and start to step back and seek the truth, to seek the real relationship, which is the relationship through Jesus to, the, to you, Father. We're in such a world right now that we're consumed with skepticism. Skepticism from so many places, even skepticism within the church. There's a hesitation even to proclaim Christ in our public square. And for those that are doing it, they're obviously running into challenges because people, even authorities, are beginning to move in to arrest people for speaking the word of Jesus. These are the days in which we live. Father, we pray for the continued pressing of that army to continue to speak the word of Jesus, to speak the name of Jesus into the world, to let people hear truly where the right place is to be, what path is to follow. We're in a time with so much confusion and deception and so many people are being deluded and led off path. And it's all centered on this principal issue of a world of an ideology and a religion of me. So Father, we just pray for the shaking of that, to break that principle that the opening of eyes to have people realize that they cannot be in the worship of me. We can't be following the worship of idols. We can't be following the worship of money. That we have to settle ourselves back into that walk, 
to trust in you, to let you guide us in everything that we do. Whether it's the simple list to go to the grocery store and buy a few items, whether it's handing a dollar to somebody, whether it's filling your tank of gas, whether it's making the evening meal, whether it's doing your daily work in the in your job or your or the home, raising the children, everything that we do, Father, we just pray that people will seek that relationship with you as they breathe and walk in that place of the body of Christ. There is not a separation. There is not a separate time. And while we'll take time to focus our prayers and to listen and to share our heart, let us not be limited by those moments, but rather to walk purely, to walk in a true balance and relationship with Christ and, and you, Father, that we are constantly in that dialogue, constantly listening, constantly exchanging, constantly sharing, constantly allowing you to live through us and experience this world. So much of what we're challenged with these days is just our own doubts, our own fears, our own consumption of the can't that we can't do. And equally, we're, we're constantly struggling with this idea of peace at any cost. Father, we know that that's not the way. There is a wide gate, there is a narrow gate. The wide gate is the deception. It is the path to destruction. The narrow gate is for the few that find it, and we want to bring as many as we can with on this path. So guide us in this time and help us in these days where you can give us the words and the strength and the clarity of what we need to do in each and every step. This world is continuing to get more chaotic. Things are continuing to get more clear. And what we have to believe And Father, we pray that this will settle on people's heart, that there isn't a doubt of who will win, and there isn't a doubt that there are more good than bad in the world, that we're being hijacked by an elite few that control the mechanisms of communication, that constantly try to tell us one story or another story, instead of us just sitting for a moment, pausing and listening to the path which you want us on. So Father, we just pray for calm and discernment, and that strength in this walk that we will continue to have a walk to not bump around and, and fall off the path, be deceived and led away, but rather to stay focused truly on the true relationship that we must have. And that's the relationship through Jesus and all that we do. It's really not difficult. And yet that which is most simple can be most complex for many. And we also know that as we approach this with many, the lashing out, the anger, the gnashing that they do, it's because they've been so deeply programmed to hate Jesus, to hate the relationship with you. And they've been so deeply indoctrinated. We have to gain patience, Father. We just we have to present it and we have to hold strong and not be walked into their world, but instead show them ours and let them choose. And we know that as we do that, Christ will flood down upon them. Any opportunity that can be had to bring people to the kingdom, which has no gate, it's not a gated community, and we know that, Father. That's our path and our role. So guide us in this time to help build the many bridges, to hold our line, to be strong, and to truly be warriors in Christ. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So, Patriots, that's... Really, 
at a time that we're in right now is just one. It's kind of amazing to me. It's how complicated things are becoming because we're missing the most simple and important issues. The, the most powerful issues going right now, by the way, are probably can be watered down to two things. One, the economy. And two, the damage done by the vax. And I don't think I'm oversimplifying because when you watch the global economy, when that goes down, the dollar, everything that we know, every bit of relationship that we've built, and we will be, I think it will impact everybody, some much less than others that have stepped away from the worship and idol, idolatry of the dollar. But for some, their entire worlds will shatter because everything that they've built has been on a relationship through the Federal Reserve note, which is little more than Babylonian money magic. But on the back end, there's this other piece. It just keeps moving quietly, and it's not getting enough media attention. It's not getting enough coverage because now it's become kind of this intangible gray effect that nobody wants to claim what it is, and that's the damage and death caused by the vaccine. Take a listen to this. Tell us a little bit about the study that just came out of Sweden that is just so alarming. The news is buzzing out of uh, Lund University, Malmo, Sweden. Marcus Alden is the first author. The first demonstration in a human hepatic or liver cell line that the Pfizer vaccine, in fact, reverse transcribes and installs DNA into the human genome. Wow. And so in simple terms, what does that mean, Dr. Bartlett? <laughs> Thank you for making it simple. So basically, uh, there's an enzyme that can take that messenger RNA uh, um, vaccine information and put it into the DNA of the person, into their DNA. Mm. And we were told that could not happen. So this is in a lab, but it's showing really? that the D, you remember the vaccine is messenger RNA. Yeah. And we were told that that messenger RNA could not go into your DNA, but this is showing that in, in a lab it can. And so what it happens did. when yeah. it does, Dr. Gold? Well, can I, can I answer slightly different than yeah. your question? Yeah. So the, one of the fun things about the last couple of years being a doctor and lawyer is this is a very interesting opportunity. And I think we're going to be bringing another lawsuit <laughs> because there's actually federal law that you cannot discriminate against people for genetic discrimination. Genetic discriminations. I forgot the acronym. I think it's a gene, a G-I-N-A. Gina. Gina, right? So this now opens the door to saying that if you're not allowing somebody in who chose not to get the shot, that you're actually engaging in genetic discrimination. So I think there's oh, this wow. Sweden's study, I think, opens the door to a new type of lawsuit. If you're pregnant and you have this done, can that then affect your baby? Yes, yeah, see, see, this is the alarming finding. The CDC says on its website very explicitly, this will not change your DNA. The paper that came out of Sweden. Now, there'll so be many more to confirm that? it. And the steps are to A, confirm it, to confirm that the entire code is installed, and then to actually confirm that it's expressed, meaning that the spike protein now is continuously expressed from human cells. But because the lipid nanoparticles are taken up everywhere, that means somatic cells in your organs, but also your uh, gametocytes, actually the cells that actually are the sperm and the egg, if yeah. they are carrying it, that indeed means that, in fact, it could be passed yeah. to the daughter cells. And, so and, that uh, could be um, open up for birth defects. And, yes. and so the woman that was in that video that asked the question first about the birth defects, she had this look of shock on her face. And then you could see this big, heavy inhale that she took as a big, <gasps> like so. <laughs> what that indicates is she probably took the damn thing.
She probably took the vax. This is unbelievable. There's another thing that this short clip points out. And that is that there's an admission in this that we now have two genetic species. We have a genetically modified species and we have a human species. This is pretty horrific. And that is has case law precedence. And that case law precedence is that if you have been genetically modified, there is not a question that a genetically modified entity becomes the property of those who modified it. So all of those people that took the vax are now property of the companies whose vax they took. It'll be interesting to see for those that mixed and matched what that means. This is the, these are the big issues of our time. And they're being obscured with things like assassination of Adabi or Adabi. Abi, excuse me, Japanese Prime Minister Abi. And I don't. I still haven't got confirmation whether he's alive or dead. It's. It's. I have not seen anything official yet. And so you have things like that. You have Ukraine. You have the transgender attack in our military. You've got the continued promotion of transgender studies in our schools. You have school boards now that are talking openly about the indoctrination program. This is all real. And the part that is still, I'm just scratching my head at is I'm saying, okay, so where are we as people? I, I see it posted. I can see the memes. I can see the short clips. I can see the commentaries but we're just standing by and letting it happen? What has caused us to reach paralysis? And I, I really don't understand that. And I'm not really certain where that's coming from. I would hope that everybody that is vax-free is pulling their children out of school. They're not going to let your kids be indoctrinated into grooming mentality, which is the transgender queer theory. I mean, this is not a small event, and it's not stopping. It's still coming, and it's going to get more intense. And for me, the way I would look at this, it's kind of a reverse of the threshing floor. There's a harvest going on. And I, I think that sometimes that people look at the harvest as like, oh, good, it's a return to Christ. I don't see that here. I see a harvest by the dark side because the world is, God's going to make heaven on earth. And those that are following this agenda, they're being sucked into something I don't think they're going to escape. So our role is really right before us to speak the truth to anybody that will listen. I want to play this one minute and 25 second piece. It is not real clear, but it's important to understand what's going on. And I'll tell it to you. This is a preacher in the UK that has been preaching Jesus and the police came up and arrested him. I can be arrested For if you want. Don't put your hands in my face. I can be arrested if you want. What's your face? You put your hand you better, you better, you better, you better even make your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. What are you doing here? I am preaching. You are preaching. I'm going to require you to go away. You can never 
Okay, then I will arrest you for a breach of peace. Plain and simple. What? Breach of peace. It's what you're doing at the moment. You're causing problems, you're disturbing people's days, and you're breaching their peace. Okay, so for me, for that to be dealt with, if you won't go away voluntarily, you will have to arrest I you. will not go away. Because I need to tell them the truth. Because Jesus is the only way. The truth. Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the life. I appreciate and that. And nobody. Nobody wants to listen to that. They want you to go away. Oh, you don't want, want to listen to that. You will listen when you are dead. You will listen when you are dead. You will listen. Take me, take me. No, 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 no. Don't, don't take my Bible away. Don't take my Bible away. This is powerful in this place. This is a obviously he's African descent and he's preaching on the street and is swept up by the local police for preaching. And speaking the word of Jesus. And they do take his Bible away. They do handcuff him. And they do drive, drag him away. And yet I commend that man. Because even when they threatened to arrest him, he didn't stop. He continued to fight. So we need to continue to speak the word of Christ. We need to let people know where that relationship is. And there's going to be backlash. Because we're not speaking violence, we're speaking peace. But peace in a culture built on violence is the most radical thing you can do. Here's the things to leave with today. Sow seeds in your garden and in spiritual seeds. And spiritual seeds. And what you'll discover is that you become one of the greatest radicals in your community. Speak the word of Jesus in a world built on violence, and you become a terrorist. I'll take those. It's good. Because that's where we need to be to shake this world up and to win. Be loud. Be heard. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up and keep your voice loud. God is with us. He'll never forsake us, and in the end, God will always win, but he is here. We are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war, and it's very real. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom, and mission forward. See you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then, or until the next time, God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. 
It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 